Why go to church? If Christianity is really about a set of beliefs and practices, where does going to church fit in? Why couldn't someone just read their Bible, pray, be a nice person, and be a Christian in good standing? What exactly is the point of going to church? Today, we're going to talk about that. I'm Bailey. I'm Michael. And I'm David. And welcome back to the Facing the Gates podcast. I hope you guys are ready. Get strapped in because it's time for a new series. We've done three, I guess, full ones. We've done a bunch of one-offs and we've made rounds. So it is time to address the question, why go to church? What's the deal, man? What's the point? Why would you even go to church? Who cares, bro? Yeah, what's the deal? Um, so in this episode, there's, there's two questions we're going to discuss. Um, obviously one is the one in the title, why go to church? Um, but the other question is, uh, probably a more foundational question to ask. And that is one of church ecclesiology or the question of what is the church? After all, if you're going to church, shouldn't you know what that is? Now, your gut reaction may be, that's not even a question. You know, the church is the building with the cross on it. It's down the road. Uh, but what I'm actually speaking of is uh, a matter of debate between many Christians. And depending on what you believe, uh, will likely determine what church you go to. So I'm going to just kind of give an overview of the major views. And then we can discuss and kind of see what you guys think. Um the, most, the more um, ancient historic response tends to be uh, or, or sound a little bit more exclusivistic to people today. For example, the Catholic answer is going to be the Catholic Church is the one true church founded by Christ. Therefore, the church, capital C, is synonymous with the Catholic Church. Similarly, the Orthodox answer is also going to be the Orthodox Church is the one true church founded by Christ. Therefore, the church, capital C church, is synonymous with the Orthodox Church. Now, generally speaking, the Protestant answer is going to be that the church is invisible because the church isn't a physical place, but the people inside the church and believers aren't all in the same physical place. Some believe the question of ecclesiology is dead because they believe that all churches have fallen away. And there are, of course, reasons why people take this or that view on ecclesiology. Um, but I don't want to speak for other people here. So for the purposes of this episode, as well as some of the upcoming ones, I personally am going to refrain from giving my specific thoughts on these views for now. I just want you to know what they are going forward for when we uh, are doing some of the episodes that we're going to be doing in the future. Um, but yeah, these are the different views that are out there. And what do you, what do you guys, what are your thoughts on those views before we get 
too deep into it. I kind of fall. It's weird because from my perspective, both seem reasonable because, I mean, what is a church without the people in the church mm -hmm. as in the Protestant viewpoint, but also in, say, more Orthodox beliefs, the church is not just sim the symbolism. It is the place where the rituals and where you go. Mm -hmm. It is the foundation where, and more Protestantism, they feel the people are that foundation. Though, yeah. even Orthodox, I, I bet all of them would agree, a church is not a church while the people. Right. But there's a time and place to do certain things, and that would be at church. So it's kind of like, I see where both places are going, and both have decent reasoning and if, and if i i can try my best to advocate yeah. for any of these positions if you have questions like why would you believe the catholic yeah. church is the true church i can probably give you a reason why they think that uh like so any any or that that's i'm trying to just give you the information i'm not yeah. gonna think for you i'm just trying to let you know what these views are so we can discuss them and kind of dissect them and figure that all out yeah because i mean Orthodox, since as we've spoken about before, Orthodox is very much based in not just the beliefs, but the rituals, the meaning behind everything. And mm -hmm. so that's kind of, as I view where that comes from, where Protestantism is just a big revolt against the foundation of mm -hmm. having to have something, the rituals and whatnot stay the same yeah the protestant reformation there's a lot you could get into um but it, it's important to anytime you try and discuss like differences between churches i think it's very important to know the history which we don't have time to get into in this episode um but you know the protestant reformation if you want to talk about any any of the unique things about protestantism you have to understand the historical context in which it happened it happened within the Roman Catholic church because of certain teachings that certain people disagreed with. And then you have the people that revolted against the church. And then you have the people that revolted against the people who revolted against the yeah. church. And, and like where we get like the, I think get Baptists and a few others, the more kind of emotional, mm -hmm. as I would say, version of Protestantism really in the U S came kind of after the scientific revolution there was kind of that spiritual emotional revolution as I like to say, at least that's what I remember from history class because they were doing it. That's where like the tent revivals and everything started. Yeah. That's, that's where your Baptists and Methodists come from. A lot of the time is uh kind of a, a revivalist culture in the 1700s um, and early America Puritans and stuff like that. Uh, what, what, Michael's been quiet. What do you, what do you think? Well, me personally, I've always believed the body is your biggest temple. Body is your biggest place of worship. Because without the spiritual side, there is no point in a church. Mm -hmm. And so I look at a church as just a place of meeting and a place of worship. Not necessarily a certain place. Right. You could turn anything to a church. But... Again, as they were saying, without people there, what what weight does it hold? And 
I see the place for the traditions and everything and why they want them to be in a sanctioned place. But that just doesn't align with my beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, so you lean more Protestant. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing is as I've been getting more into certain, um, I guess, kind of understanding the nuances in the theology between different church groups, um, I there's some things I lean Protestant on. There's some things I lean Orthodox on. And it's like there's some things I might lean Catholic on. It's kind of... It's a bad comparison to compare these two, but it's kind of like politics. Like you'll you'll yeah. say like I, I was, agree with this, but I I'll agree on this side, but I'll agree with that on that side. Like they all have good, good I can, points. I can understand why certain people believe what they believe. Now, what I what I don't like is when people uh, of any group really, but it, it does happen a lot of times with Christians, where they say like, oh those that. That dirty Christian group over there, like like Protestants and Catholics, at all the times. Ew, Catholic. Those, those dirty Catholics praying to Mary and praying the Rosary and you know all this, you know, like you know, like it's to me, it's unappealing to be dismissive of why someone believes something. At least hear them out um, on why they believe it. And why they practice the way that they do, because it may very well be that you guys, um, there's not really a problem that you're just talking past each other because you're making assumptions about someone. Yeah. And something that we've learned, especially on this podcast, is we can differ, but we can still fucking respect each other. Right. And we can, the heart of an issue, we usually all fall together with, it's just that external factors we might disagree on I mean, it's, it's like at the end of the day all christian christians believe in god jesus the bible i don't know a christian that has managed to be a christian and not believe in those three things right there are certain fundamentals that are common to every group yeah and so instead of fighting and all the infighting that goes on even Baptist the Baptist, Methodist the Methodist, Catholic the Catholic, celebrate the similarities and appreciate them and understand where the other side's coming from. And, and that's not to say something. that the differences aren't important because they are and they should be discussed and they should be debated, yeah. but there's an appropriate way n- way to do it and an appropriate time to do it. And um, I don't know, I, I just see uh, some, and maybe this is because I'm on the inside and I'm looking at all this stuff. Um, I think there's a lot of pointless debates and a lot of arguing on things that don't really matter. I'm not saying that, for example, ecclesiology doesn't matter. I mean, obviously that matters, you know. Um, but I mean that gets into a, a much we're we're kind of dabbling in uh much bigger rabbit holes of conversations of why people believe certain things. Yeah. Which we're going to be exploring in future episodes, actually yeah. quite soon. And I think a lot of it is we are pack animals. And if whether or not we are wholeheartedly behind something, even if we don't 100% believe it, we'll follow the pack and persecute those who think differently. Which seems a lot of the infighting in Christianity is pack-based. And instead of 
arguing until you're blue in the face, you could literally have a five minute conversation and figure more shit out. Yeah. And like and as you were talking with I recommend diving into the bigger oh, issues. It's something like heck even in our society, people pick like the smallest like issues for politics and be like, Yeah, man, and it's like there's a bigger issue in front of that tiny issue. Why don't we try to figure that one out first? Yeah. Because and it's not going to in dismissing the over over overarching yeah overarching issue just makes it more prominent where it's like putting a bandaid on a small cut when you have an internal bleeding they go on help yeah and the last thing i'm gonna say on this is if you're going to comment on something you believe is cannot is canonically canonically wrong or this tradition's wrong don't just say it, be willing to have a conversation because that's a lot of what's missing is there. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Don't straw man other people because you don't, because you know, don't listen to what your group said about the other group. Actually go talk to that group and understand what they believe and why, yeah. and then respond to them charitably. And I guarantee you it will go a lot better. Yeah, because if you're just spreading misinformation because you misunderstood something that someone else misunderstood, that that's part of part of kind of the problem. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you're not willing to learn and to grow from these conversations, then don't have them. Because that'd be like me coming up here and not be willing to hear Bailey out on his side, David yeah. out on his and side, it, but me just to poke fun at them because. David's an atheist, Bailey's a Christian, so therefore I got to yeah. make fun of both We're of them. We're trying to give him reasons. He's like, no, no, I don't know, no, no, <laughs> no. My my ears are closed, no. Yeah. It, so or me being like, Bailey, God's dead. He doesn't exist. Into the void we go for yeah. every reasoning behind. Because that, that would create nothing and we'd have like one episode. Yeah. yeah. And we'd also hate good, each other by the end. It's not good content. Yeah. So guys great good content yeah that's the moral of the story but uh as someone who has kind of looked into who has been looking into the different theological views of different traditions and i it is a massive can of worms and i uh i don't recommend it (laughs) unless you're serious about it um because it, it gets really confusing really quickly and it it can be tempting to just say uh, I don't really care about any of this. I'm just going to do my thing and then throw all the questions in the trash. But the questions are important. Um, coming to a conclusion about who is right or who is the most right, as I like to look at it, um, who is the least wrong, um, they're important to kind of come to conclusions too and and to be honest with yourself about these issues and not necessarily... Just go to the church that's down the road because it's there. And I think if you're serious about it, you need to be an advocate for where in Christianity you are. And 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 this is one of the ecclesiology is one of the issues why there are so many different um, church groups, different types of Christian, different denominations, um, because this is one of those many things that different people disagree on and have different views on. Um, 
And but yeah, I think that's pretty much it for that. If you have anything else, we can wrap this part up. Think for yourself, and if you are looking towards, say, Christianity, and you think this is what you've been looking for or whatever, this is what you truly believe, it's okay not to know some of these answers. Because the process is none of us are perfect. And you're not going to have all the answers. But it's your job to ask these questions and to be seeking. Instead of... And it's not something to get hung up to start with. Because at the end of the day, Christianity's core tenets are God, Jesus, salvation, the Bible. Are some of the... And that's just the most basic, child down. You can explain that to a four-year-old and they'll get it. Right. Once you get a, once you f- believe in all that, that's when when you've graduated from searching. the basics. Yeah. So, and you don't have to jump right off the. Don't go off the deep end. Yeah. Don't jump in the deep end and be like, "I'm a hardcore Baptist," even though a week ago I was. An atheist trying to figure my way out in this world. Yeah, and I, to that point, I, I do empathize for people because it's very confusing nowadays because there's so many different groups and it's so many different nuances of beliefs within one Christian religion. So, I mean, like, for you, I, I feel kind of bad because there's, like, all this stuff and you don't know who to listen to mm. and why. Especially, and it, it is confusing. Especially in the age of technology and information world. There's in. so much information, because, you don't know what information to listen I mean, to. It used to be you go to the church that's near you. Yeah. It used to be you eat what you were fed. Yeah. Now we have options. Or if there wasn't a church or someone doing something semblance of a church, that's kind of, especially in the South, the Protestant idea is really ingrained. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, heck, I see it on Facebook all the time about back in the day, there was no church. It was just a little shack we went and stuff stuff like yeah. that. Because, I mean, no matter what, if people want to congregate and have that discussion, have someone lead the discussion, it's going to happen. I mean, that's kind of how America was made. Yeah. Like, a bunch of people were fed up and they're like, let's meet. And they did. Yeah, and then I've been to, back in the day, I remember going to, I want to say they were both Southern Baptist Church, and even with them being both the same denomination church in the same area, in the same city, had two different ideas on things, and so, especially in the modern age, it's so muddied and diluted since there's not really a governing body be like, mm, no, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that... I think uh, this may be unsatisfying for people at home. We're not going to give you an answer to the ecclesiology question. Uh, again, the idea is just to kind of give you an overview of what these views are, and we'll probably get more into why these different yeah. groups believe what they do and and in future episodes we want you to make that decision we want you to think and reason your way through it and i'm not going to tell you how to do that um so and i mean though if you've listened to all the episodes you can probably figure out where it's like 
Bailey would stand and I mean I pretty much told you it's like I don't know both have good sides yeah and I, un I understand more Protestant. yeah I understand different perspectives but um, it's but but with it being one of the core kind of and, and another thing yeah another thing about this is I don't want to and I've mentioned this before on the podcast I don't want to draw lines and divide christians even further i don't want to say this is what i believe and this is i believe those are wrong um even though i think there is a time and place for that yeah. ultimately right here right now we are, are are trying to explore what there is and why people believe it and yeah, we're I advocating don't, for trying to i don't want to figure it out for I, yourself yeah i don't want to come swinging a sword in at certain people before I even before I even understand what different people believe. So that's kind of the premise of this is we're trying to understand the basics is, yeah. is basically what I'm getting at. So, all right. Now that we uh, now that we've covered our bases on church ecclesiology, it is time to answer the question that is the name of the episode. What do you believe the purpose of going to church is? Now, there's a lots of things we could come up with, but shall we say brainstorm? Why? We'll start with Michael. Why would you go to church? What's what's the point of going to church to you? For a community of similarly minded people to come together and learn more spiritually and be able to ask these questions to a person who may have more knowledge or may have a closer relationship with God. Or let's say you have a question that's making you question your faith. You're able to go use your free will and ask and learn. And it's, I, I look at a church as a community helping to guide versus the foundation because i i look at foundation as in the inner self and then the community outside is the church or okay. what we would consider a church mm -hmm. and so i mainly see it as we're pack animals we want a community and sometimes you have questions you can't answer and maybe someone at the church whether it's preacher one of the members have one of the singers or whatever might have your answer or might have been where you're at and able to help guide you. Mm -hmm. And so that's my little brainstorm on why. What about you, David? Why would a filthy atheist ever step in foot of foot in church? Not, not, not you specifically, but like hypothetically, if someone were to go to church, what do you think the point of them going to church would be? Well, I mean, Michael really hit the nail, at least for most people. And, like, at, because I swear we've had a conversation about kind of on your path of sanctity or, like, say, for example, if you're reading the Bible you're and you're, you don't know about this, you're probably going to want to ask the pastor someone who is more well-versed yeah. yeah well ho possibly Hopefully. more well-versed and yeah. if not maybe y'all can learn something new together <clears throat> yeah between that and with us being social yeah, learn about the nephilim yeah with us being more cultural well as a culture as well as humankind in reality we're very social mm -hmm. church is a fantastic outlet for social outings and between that and 
the possible positive works that can come from that as getting in a social group and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. It's at, especially in the South, it's very much a big reason people go to church. And then some people love the, for say more Orthodox, love the certain things that they might do during certain times, the certain ceremonies and whatnot. Certain feast days and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And like, some people might just like listening to the organ. Yeah. Some people might just like the food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we've known people like with the youth group, just just came, the came for the food. Yeah. Just, just, I want your snacks and video games. And yeah. Hang out with the homies. So, yeah. Hang I mean, out with the homies. Except for the one kid for, who wasn't friends with anybody, which showed up. Yeah. For, because, I mean, I do know some atheists that happen to go to church for social and cultural reasons, but still don't believe. Hmm. But it's especially in certain cultures, especially like, say, Hispanic culture, that's very, very religious. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, other religions, too. They do it for the cultural and social reasons, because it's expected of them, and they still want that personal connection with a group of people. And they're usually more like-minded than people like to think. So between that and then the religious reasons, and also it could be a good kind of way to have like a little checkpoint throughout your week of, okay, here's what I've been working on. Maybe let's see... If, say, this sermon has uh, anything talking about that, or if I kind of have a revelation, and then, okay, let's move on. Let's see how this week goes. How much do I improve? Do I fall back? Do I need help? Is there something I don't know? It mm-hmm. kind of gives that footing. Yeah. I um A lot of the things I have on here is, is kind of, I mean, there's separate points, but you guys have hit on them, basically. Yeah, it's... It, obviously there's there's to be with a community of people who are on the same journey as you uh, to learn from one another to build faith by others experiences uh, to know you're not alone in your struggles or doubts um, there's also the the mission purpose of to, to connect and serve a greater purpose in your community um, you know different church groups kind of uh, you know reach out in their community and, and help whether that's community service or financial needs or raising, you know, donations for like, I don't know, shoes or something, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, there's a charity around here that I think if I remember, it's a Christian based charity, but they make sure kids have beds Mm -hmm. and get them like stuffed animals and blankets or I mean, there's our ones that run soup kitchens and stuff on the regular or the little donation boxes near where we live, where you drive by and people would just drop food off and pick them up. Those are ran by churches. Yeah. Yeah. Or the ones for books. Yeah. Uh, the, probably the, the good Christian boy answer though, that I haven't given yet is obviously to give back what you can and to worship God. Uh, cause you know, I mean, ultimately we've given a lot of extrinsic kind of, selfish individualistic reasons why you go to church which is not bad because some of them i mean like obviously you do have spiritual needs that need to be met to some degree um 
but I mean, also, if you are a Christian and you want to, you know, give back to God in a way that, like, you know, like you, you want to kind of exercise your faith in a way that's kind of part of the point of going to church. Yeah, it it gives you a better advantage of being able to work with other people and make bigger impacts. Right, and and then we can point to the more extrinsic reasons for people who are not necessarily Christian, but maybe are looking into Christianity. You can go to church to maybe meet people and coordinate and try and understand things mm-hmm. that are foreign to you and a little, seem a little weird, maybe make some friends yeah. and connections like we kind of have here, you know? Yeah. And also, um, like for example, there's been a lot of like little charity things. Michael and I have done, throughout our life that ran by churches mm-hmm. where we don't go to those churches, but if it's a possibility to impact a community in a positive light, we're all for it. And it helps kind of get that branch of like, yeah, we're all in this together. Yeah. You have any other ideas about uh, why you would go to church? Michael? I know it's, it's a big, it's a small topic for an episode kind of compared to some of the other things we talked yeah, about. But, but it holds some weight. Yeah, it is it is important to kind of address because I mean there I mean there are some of those, you know, super ultra edgy atheists out there that are like, I don't understand why you would go to church and it's sit like, there and listen to a sermon and just sleep through it and not even really like edgy atheists. I mean yeah. I mean for one because that that to be fair though, that's part yeah. of the the kind of people that don't try to understand where yeah. other people are coming yeah. from. And and I mean and also I, I hate to be that person, but those type of edgy atheists only have a lot of friends. So they don't even have like the social reason to go to church for friends yeah. and support, kind of a support group. Yeah, and plus, I know and they also it might, don't tend to do a lot of good for the community. <laughs> as they would say in the free world, it's not as big, but it's still prevalent. But I know for a lot of people who have been incarcerated or gone to rehabs or gone to the military, that's their peace. That's where they can find peace and be able to take their guard down and to connect. Hollow ground. That's, yeah. It's a safe space for them. And some people need that more than anything. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. Going to youth, you could tell some of those kids might not have had the greatest home life. And through worship they're able to find that peace for even if it was just for a couple hours so i wouldn't say there's really i mean obviously there's wrong reasons to go to church but that's not for us to decide Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the biggest takeaways is everybody has their own reason for why they do what they do and are they always right? No, but is anyone always right? No. No. So just, just if you got a question about this stuff with your friends or ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think about this. Yeah, we're open to a lot of questions. You, so uh, if you if you have any thoughts, hey, send uh, it to facingthegatespod at gmail.com. Or when this drops, post it on there to social media link. Yeah. Yeah. Heck. Like, go on Facebook and find churches and figure out how to contact them. Ask this question. Yeah. If try to find 
just talk to people. Yeah. Um, so kind of concluding this part of why would you go to church? Um, I've kind of come to the conclusion that you can't be a Christian on your own. It's kind of impossible. Sure, you may be able to learn a lot on your own, as I've done in the past, but you will eventually get to a point where you need other people, as I have also, speaking from experience on a lot of these things. Um, it's also selfish to go on the Christian journey alone, which is ironically a very anti-Christian thing to do. You don't want to interpret the Bible all on your own, because this is how cults start. And you don't want to elevate yourself to become the arbiter of truth. Going to church requires humility and knowing your limits. Yeah. And also nowadays, uh, in the age of the technology, it's re if even if you can't like physically go, you there's some church you might agree with that does like an online sermon. They might have video. They might have audio. There's ways that you can get in contact and listen and communicate without yeah. even physically being there as we've seen throughout this whole messed up year yeah. and even if say it's not talking to a preacher or talking to a member of a certain church even if you're just creating discourse between your friends on this or people you respect their knowledge and intelligence and you have questions I think that's one thing also is just because they're not labeled something doesn't mean you can't ask Mm -hmm. because there are some people who nowhere near a church, nowhere near a preacher, but you know, they're near somebody, whether it's a friend, a family member, someone on the internet, they talk to creating that discourse and asking these questions can, even if it's just among say the three of us can help us come closer to finding an answer versus just asking it to ourselves and not seeking anything yeah and so I see where you're coming from with the you can't take Christianity on alone because first off Christianity is greater than you God to be a Christian is to try to walk with God and let him in so therefore you aren't alone but you also sometimes need guidance and you can find guidance wherever it shows up. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, heck, J-Man was a pretty sociable person, talking to anybody. Yeah. All right. So do we have any other uh, thoughts on this before I uh, reveal our our big next, like, three months of episodes that we're going to be doing? Any any other Anything else before I crack that open? No. No, no go we, ahead. We, we've had every net. Well, every head on the nail, so much that it's now, well, we, we have a nice, good You mean structure. every nail on the head? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what, what I mean. Not unintentional. Freudian slip. Yeah. Not, not Freudian slip. It's a slip of the tongue. Yeah. And it's not a spoonerism either. Sure. I don't know what... I know what Freudian slips are. I don't know what spoonerisms okay. are, but you can explain to me later. All right. So, uh, you know, we've been asking the whole question... Why Why would anyone go to church? Why don't we go to church? Oh, Actually, hell. we are going to church. All oh, three of God. us. We've decided to go to, hopefully, I haven't worked out all the details on some of them, eight local churches 
each from a different tradition or denomination across the Christian spectrum. In the upcoming episodes, we're going to sit, do, sit down and interview the pastors of these churches, pick their brains, and get an understanding of what they believe and why. Then we're going to go to one of their services, and after, we'll come back here and discuss our thoughts and follow-up as a follow-up episode. So the boy's about to go to church. Yeehaw! And when yeah. David walks in, me and Bailey are just going to break in. This boy is on fire. I'm just screaming. Ah! Yeah, because get it, guys, because he's an atheist. He's going to catch on fire from being in church. Ha! Huh. I'll just, like, I'll be a little tingling. No, no, I'll, I'll just, like, Michael. Let's get uh, awfully hot in here. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, next time we are going to be visiting a local mega church that is, they're technically Baptist, but they don't have Baptist in the name. And we'll get we we'll we'll probably ask about that when we interview the pastor. Um, so the next episode is we're we're going to be interviewing the pastor. And another thing is um, the questions that we're going to be interviewing the pastors with. Most of them all are the same questions. We're just going to see where how different groups answer those same questions. Yeah. Now, obviously, some questions are going to have to be more specific to the tradition that we're asking about kind of having a controlled variable right because we want to see what their perspective for these issues are yeah we're going to see where where there's similarities where there's differences um and ultimately um we're not going to be getting too in the weeds on lots of deep theological issues we're kind of just going to get uh an introductory level of some of these church groups theology Obviously, there's much more that can be said about these things. But we would be there for like seven days, no sleep. For the purposes of our discussions. How many hours to get through a quick synopsis of some major big things? Yeah. And for all of you guys at home, so we don't bore you to death. Yeah, you may not not be theology nerds, and and there's other resources that I can point you to if you're interested in that. Um, We're not, I'm not a particularly good theologian or anything uh and i'm i mean i i try to be theologically correct i'm not uh someone who is uh prepared i guess or or i think i feel like adequate to talk about that kind of thing with any degree of teaching authority because i'm still learning a lot of it so next time we're going to be going to interview um the megachurch pastor uh and then the following week we will give our thoughts on the church service that we go to, which, as I mentioned, is kind of like a modern contemporary megachurch type thing. And uh, we'll give our thoughts and then, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm going to have to pull out the Daisy Dukes and my cutoff T-shirt. Going to see what happens. All right. Well, do we have anything else we gotta got to talk about? I think that's it on my part. But yeah, hit up on yeah. follow our social medias, Facing the Gates, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I've been locked out of Facebook for a couple, like, week or so. A I probably need people, to check that. A lot of people have. Okay. So I'm just, I was just hoping it wasn't our page. I mean, that the internet's screwed. kind of going to hell in a handbasket recently. Yeah, anytime there's, like, a cyber attack on Facebook, they will log out and block a lot of people from accessing their stuff. So Gotcha profiles don't get stolen anyway our instagram and twitter though is definitely still up fuck yeah uh but you should definitely check the facebook unless there's people spamming 
something that's definitely not us you can look at the content and tell if it's us because we have the borders around every post and they're yeah. all they rotate the colors so that's how you know it's us if somebody isn't our, doing that then it's not us or the episodes yeah memes memes or episodes or mind-boggling questions that no one responds to so uh be go go follow our social medias and have a little chat with us because the point of these is not to be talking in a vacuum it's to start conversations and to get you guys Mm -hmm. thinking and have these discussions with people around you sweet intro jam yeah that really epic intro song that That david made and i mixed and it was phenomenal great time anyway yeah yeah that's about it fun fact we have another idea but I'm just like, no, nah, that that ain't gonna work. So I'm like, let me let me cook something up real quick. Yeah, we and gotta we gotta they, maybe they, we can pull that out of the the archives and put it on social media. Yeah, and and like, mean, here's the original song. And I mean, and you, you were because you were helping me out, giving me ideas, and you just kind of shut up and let me do. It. Yeah, yeah. David works best alone, as as you do. But, I can't go into a trance. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's about it. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Next week. We'll uh, go Get talk in. to a Baptist pastor, dude. Yeah, that spicy discussion. Okay, please never do that again. <laughs>